Welcome back to Is It Whack, your favorite movie podcast that measures the whackness levels of movies. I am one of your hosts, Funke Joseph, and I'm joined by fellow co-host Seb the Deck Dector. Wow. <laughs> I also realized we didn't do a song. Oh. But I have no idea what we would even do. We do the guitar. <laughs> the electric guitar. <laughs> um yeah. Does, Seb, do you have a catchphrase? Oh, um put metal in your body, Fantas. Ooh. Oh, that was good. Thank you. That was very nice. <laughs> good stuff. Uh and you are also hearing the voice of our special guest, Misha Sophia, aka Gothic. Hello, hello. Doing, Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Of course, of course. We had to have you. Misha, you've been watching the movies probably longest out of like everyone I know. Like, consistently, like, <laughs> consistently, like checking them out, logging them and stuff. Um, so yeah. <laughs> definitely wanted to get your thoughts on here. I'm so honored. Sorry, I'm turning my sound off. Oh. I got a text and then I opened my phone to turn my sound off and a TikTok was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It literally be like that. It uh, literally do. Today is part of our whack 100 miles per hour speed themed movie marathon. Misha has brought in the industrial body horror film called Tetsuo the Iron Man. Um, folks, I want to issue a little content warning. This movie does not star Tony Stark. Um, it has a. Oh, I had an Iron Man joke already. <laughs> it's, it's right there. Uh, it has a lot of gore, metal, and twisted elements. Uh, so it's definitely not for the faint of heart if you're listening to this and haven't seen it. Um, Misha, we like to start the show by just talking about our previous experiences with the movie. Um, mm. I saw your post on Letterbox. Quote: Colon D. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, which I, I related to very deeply. Um, yes. Do you want to talk about the first time you saw Tetsuo the Iron Man? I was very sleep deprived and uh. confused and concerned um, as to why I chose that movie to watch. Um, were, you, were you feeling that before you watched it? Just the like five minutes in, I was like, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this wasn't the move but um it's been quite some time like i don't even i didn't even have it logged because i think i like half watched it mm-hmm. you know when you're just like half-assing it yeah wait do we can we say naughty words you can say swear words oh my god okay <laughs> so want to make sure. um <laughs> so it was kind of like watching it with fresh eyes again and boy um Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely like I, I I had no idea what this was about at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've heard of the name of it before, like people have mentioned it in passing. Yeah, but uh, yeah. When I when I looked it up to like watch it online, I just saw every post was like the twisted body horror of like <laughs> explosion. Look inside the dark cyberpunk mind of this movie. And I was like, David Lynch could never. <laughs> he couldn't. He couldn't. <laughs> he couldn't. Um, so I kind of like right before I watched it, I mm-hmm. I felt the same like, oh, gosh. But that still wasn't even I wasn't even prepared for what I saw. Like, <laughs> wow. Man, yeah. Um, Seb, how about you? Have you seen this one before? No, no. I uh, similar to you. I definitely heard of it. Um, and I was trying to prepare myself for something extreme. I like took a quick glance at the Wikipedia to be like, what, what am I getting myself into? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even then I had to, I had to split it into two parts. It was too much yeah. to no, watch I... all in one, si- in one sitting. It's like, it's short. It's only what, like an hour and seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it's draining. Like it, I could not handle it if there were, you know, normal length, 130 or a hundred. Yeah. 90 minutes. There we go. Could mm-hmm. not do that. No thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be draining as a as a ten minute short film. I think it would still be <laughs> an intense watch. Yes. Yeah. It's a it's a shocking one. I, I think when I got like halfway through, I was like, Oh, it's wrapping up now. Cause I thought I thought it had been an hour. Like when I guess mm-hmm. that combination with the love story when when he's fully right. like turning into iron. Uh, <laughs> man. The, man. <laughs> the 
<laughs> titular Iron Man. Um, that's when I was like, oh my god, there's more. Like, what? What could possibly? Seems like everything horrible happened already, but um, the pain continues. It... But there's more. <laughs> She's gonna melt into goo, and from that goo, he will arise. <laughs> he, he will. <laughs> he will. Um. Yeah. So we usually go over to Seb's summary corner to kind of get the gist of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Seb, do you? This is a tough one. I know. I'll admit it. I know. Um. It's kind of plotless. It is. I think. I feel like. Also important is like context of like what kind of movie it is. It's like a super independent. Uh, Japanese film from the 80s um, it was written uh, shot uh, stars and like a whole bunch of other stuff was just this one guy mm. um, which I think you can kind of see in it um, Shinya Tsukamoto um, but it's story the story is about like a guy who I think is credited as like office drone or something the, yeah. the main character and uh, he's kind of uh, tormented by um, metal first other people with metal in their bodies and then metal starts to implant itself in his body uh, and then he starts to transform and it's kind of like these little um, I don't know like episodic scenes of him doing battle with metal in some way mm-hmm. I uh, I didn't know if he was dreaming or if this was actually happening because yeah. it's it's all black and white and it's kind of hard to tell what's happening at some points. Um, yeah. It's just so fast paced and like the cut it, it's like, it really not throws you off, but like sends you for a spin. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. The, oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say like that, that initial fight with the, with the claw arm, like one of the earlier ones. Yeah. Uh, that was super terrifying like i didn't know what the tone the movie was was going for at that point uh and then it just went straight like terror like it was it was a thriller at that point but it also had like kind of a cartoony vibe Mm. did you get that as well like with the sound effects and kind of like yeah how everything was so exaggerated like it almost felt cartoonish too which I, i guess is probably like they intended a little bit of that but yeah there's like stop motion in it and sped up footage and like yeah it's interesting mix Mm -hmm. that i I was gonna say in the scene with the claw arm woman on the subway platform there's a shot where it seemed like we were in a dream fantasy and then it cuts out and he like gets up and looks at her and in most movies she'd be normal Mm -hmm. but she still has the claw arm and the robot eyes yeah and then like continues chasing him so it's even more confusing yeah man what a sick lady (laughs) i didn't even so what what was her deal like was she actually made a medal and just wanted to kill him or was he like just imagining people around him with metal because by the end i thought that like it seemed like he was turning into metal throughout the whole thing. Yeah. But I don't know how that would affect other people. Like what I thought it was it was pretty abstract. Okay. Like I know we said that David Lynch could never, but I did think about David Lynch and Yeah. I, I think even David Lynch movies have I haven't seen that many, but they have more story than this. Mm-hmm. This was so abstract and I didn't really take what was happening super literally. Mm-hmm. The only like real progression is that he has more and more metal <laughs> attached to him throughout the movie. But you could definitely see the Lynch influence as well. Like it, the the soundtrack, like all of it was so reminiscent of Eraserhead. Yeah. And even like Elephant Man and shit like that. Like the vibe, the music, the everything. I mean, even the fact that it's like black and white, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How did you? And Eraser. Oh, sorry. oh, I, I was just gonna ask, how did y'all feel about the black and white um, filming? Because it they they had color. I thought this movie was way older at mm-hmm. the start, but then I was like, nineteen eighty nine, we have color. Like y'all can put color in this. I think it really it helped. I it, I definitely think that it was like um, more of a budgeting thing because it is so much shooter to mm-hmm. film black and white, and also it lets you get away with a lot of things like. 
with like the special effects makeup and stuff mm-hmm. like that with color matching with like the blood the gore whatever um it's a lot easier in black and white it looks a lot more realistic um so i thought maybe that was why mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely and i think uh it helped with this kind of like industrial feel yeah. of the movie that that is similar to a racer head um and this fear of of industry and all these things. And I think for a movie that was shot by, like, two people who were, like, amateur filmmakers, it looks pretty incredible. Yeah, no, I agree. Absolutely. And those practical effects as well, I was I was shocked at how they even made that stuff move and look so, I don't want to say realistic, but just in this fiction, like, really, really work. Like, that yeah. when the drill came out, I was like, how is this even, <laughs> this looks yeah. like it's fully through this dude. And... <laughs> The multiple parts, like even at the start when the dude stabbed open his leg and put the metal yeah. in, I was like, "Oh my god, yeah!" How is that not just his leg? Like it really <laughs> just looked like he was doing it. Uh, I had no idea how they did that. Mm-hmm. I still, I still have no idea. Yeah, because like it in the next shot where like he stands up with the same leg, it just looks like his leg. Like I don't know. You, you, I, I usually spot like when okay, like here's the prop leg. This. It's clearly like that, but there was like, oh God, that dude has metal in his leg for real. (laughs) They probably just added volume to his leg to make it look like he has like a thicker leg and that way you can like (laughs) get away with Mm -hmm. stabbing something through. Does that make sense? Yeah. I did something similar to that when I used to do special effects makeup. Um, Very fun. Where did you do special effects makeup? Do you? In my room. (laughs) <laughs> i was like but... 15 just for myself that's pretty cool nice yeah i guess i thought that must be what it was i was just blown away by how it looked uh, and i was reading the wikipedia page and there's quotes from him saying like i just taped metal to people because i didn't know what else to do <laughs> or like i glued metal like it seemed like a super like amateur operation apparently it was complete hell to to make which makes sense yeah i mean it has to be like those scenes where i i especially the stop motion like moving scenes where the people like are holding a position but also like sliding super fast across like the the sidewalk Mm -hmm. yeah that it's like oh taking those people have to like be in that hulking metal keep standing like two steps forward get a shot two steps forward get a shot like that must have been so hard and I don't know. I really respect those actors for committing so hard to to all of that, and just like I don't know, I I would never be able to be in that mess and like keep going and direct the movie while you're in that. Yeah. Like by the end, he's in like this huge like Akira looking suit, and he's still directing the movie. I I can't I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. Um. um I think there's a lot to unpack here, as they say. <laughs> yes. Where do we want to start? Um, hmm. The um, d- let's let's talk about his, I guess, metal powers, the origin. I want to talk about the car crash. Okay. What um? So he hit someone with a car, right? Right. I I I saw the tire, but then something was like inside of it and then i got lost again it was like a person yeah that the whole thing was very confusing the whole you know what the whole movie was very confusing yeah but those scenes in particular yeah no i genuinely did not know what was happening (laughs) Mm -hmm. i may be exposing my ignorance here but what was there some i mean i'm obviously there's industrialization everywhere throughout like the 20th century and stuff mm-hmm. but I-, I wonder was there something specific happening in japan in the 80s i feel like i'm there probably definitely was that i don't know mm-hmm. um that this is like a reaction to because uh everything even cars or even like pans anything mm-hmm. that's made of metal is like scary in this movie yeah or gets melted down gets a becomes a part of someone 
Um, and it, it felt like that was one of the many things that was going on was this fear of, of technology and industry. Yeah, that's very true. I, I have no idea about the specifics, but yeah, I think, yeah, everywhere in the world, like stuff is getting faster and industrialization is like happening. So like, this could just be a general reaction to that. You're so, so right. Especially in the eighties too, with like the music that was happening, like MTV, like all of that, everything became very technology heavy. Phones were coming out, computers were coming out, like, especially like in the late, this is what, 1989? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a huge turning point, you know? A lot of those things are becoming a lot more accessible. Like, there's, um, yeah, I think that, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) there's these freaky images in it there's these like brief flashes of uh people kind of surrounded by metal the guy with the leg for example Mm -hmm. um that kind of made me think of like sweatshops or like you know factories um with horrible conditions it reminded me have you guys seen snowpiercer yes haven't uh well spoilers i guess but there's a reveal of you know the people who actually make the train run um and they're like working uh area in that movie that made me think of this yeah um they're super confined and like slotted away in a tight space mm-hmm. yeah that uh i i really that scene made me super uncomfortable i i watched the first half of saw on the weekend and oh god i know i just wanted to see i've been seeing so much jigsaw shit i was oh, like god. what actually is saw and yeah there was like a trap that was like a dude in a cage like that and i was like Ugh, all those wires and, and stuff just make me very uncomfortable like and that dude didn't seem comfortable sitting down there like <laughs> at all um, i couldn't imagine why <laughs> was it the metal in him or maybe the space yeah, it, it was very gross. This is a little off topic, but since you mentioned Saw, there's this guy on YouTube who, like, breaks down how to escape every single Saw trap. <laughs> no ever. way! And it's actually pretty fucking sick. Like, do, like, I can't stop watching it. Like, do you think that it's accurate? Like, It kind of makes sense. Really? It kind of makes sense. Because, like, in that moment, if you're that person, you're freaking out. You're not going to, like, take your time and figure out, like, you're not going to assess the situation. You're going to be like, how the fuck do I get out of this of course. now? Of course. Right? But he like approaches it from such a calm, like <laughs> he's like, Yeah, so personally, if I was in that situation, what I would do. And you're like, uh <laughs> Yeah. That's right. funny. That's so good. Do you I mean not to get graphic, but do you have to cut off your limbs in, in his escape methods or you're coming out? No, like, no, there's like, yeah, in a lot of them, like you're coming out unscathed. Damn. <laughs> maybe maybe if you like cut some bruises, but you're fine. All right, right. Interesting. Which is ideal, you know. I don't know about you, but personally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be great. There's yeah, there's a couple of those uh tests, what are they? Games? Twisted little <laughs> games that uh I think you could, but I I'm I wanna actually check out that channel. It reminds yeah, me Yeah, no, I'll send it to you. It's great. Please do. It reminds me of this there's like a car simulate game called beam and g where you can just like make cars and vehicles and stuff and people make those and then like just throw a bus off of a mountain and it like crumbles <laughs> up so people were like reacting to that being like here's how i would survive that like oh my god go what left. are some examples how would you survive they wouldn't that? but they just say, literally <laughs> i'd go to the left of the bus and like guys i'm end, different guys <laughs> i'm different i'd survive since mark Wahlberg uh 9-11 energy yeah <laughs> simply just get out of the way if i was in saw i would just walk out of the trap I'd simply walk out. Yeah. I'd be like, "No thanks, Mister Saw. I'm good." <laughs> Actually, I don't want to play games. Like, <laughs> have I'm you ever thought today. about that? Can't we just cut to the chase? <laughs> um. Yeah, but Tetsu actually reminded me a lot of the fly, like with the protein yeah. slowly devolving into yeah. like a monster with a lot of practical effects. Um. But it like I thought it was going more in that direction, but then I just fully got lost. Um, mm-hmm. and I think the part that 
was the most off-putting to me was like the fork dinner scene like when he's like feeding that person something off of a fork and the most like unpleasurable sounds come out oh yeah yeah Yeah. that was super interesting to me i thought that was uh the sound design was so cool that it's like yeah scraping metal it was but and i don't know like it's such like a regular like food eating is a sound like i'm used to and i'm expecting but then when you hear like nails on a chalkboard and like metal grinding it's like (laughs) no thank you ow um Um, what was i gonna oh yeah I feel like the fly is like grosser than this, but the fly has a story mm-hmm. that I can kind of <laughs> grasp onto. And when I was watching the fly, I was like, okay, in this scene, nothing super scary is going to happen, you know, because it's, uh, it's a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. With this, it was so relentless. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was so much harder to watch for me. And I was like, from pretty much the beginning, I was like, I'm not going to enjoy this. So I'm going to try and, like, um, figure out what's going on. Like, I feel like I just had to distance myself very quickly. Mm. Um, and then I kind of did enjoy it after doing that. There's Yeah, there's a little bit of, like, fight or flight the whole time you're watching it. Mm-hmm. You know? A little bit of being on edge. Yeah, definitely. Um, do we want to talk about um, his relationship with the woman yeah (laughs) what uh iron drill penis lady queen of my dreams yeah so what was what was all that uh (laughs) i do okay the first instance is the phone call i'm assuming it's the same woman Um, yeah when they're just saying hello 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 yeah Mm-hmm. Again, like this technology, uh, maybe not working or not uh, allowing them to actually communicate. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Ah, I read it as just like he's like it's just a boring conversation. <laughs> like, this. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like hello, hello, hello. Well, there is like the relationship, and I guess kind of like abuse read of the movie as well. Mm. Um, and I think, I think. Maybe about a person who thinks they're a monster and then thinks that they should act like a monster. Hmm. That's I mean, as close did, as I could get. They did kill somebody and try and get away with it. Did they? Is that so, what happened? I, I that's what I figured. That like that became that was revealed later on mm-hmm. where we realized that the television was actually like the point of view, like the eyes of the the like Tetsuo, I guess. Like the mm-hmm. OG Iron Man and how like they like the couple basically did a hit and run but like instead of reporting it or whatever like they disposed of his body and like in the forest and then had sex what the fucking didn't you get that yeah the guy I was like literally that. watching them have sex and he was like um the girl was like he's watching us he's watching us and so it was like a revenge thing like that guy didn't actually die I guess yeah. because he's like half cyborg whatever so he comes back and like takes his revenge on the couple no okay no no that that is no no i think how much of this did you catch on the first watch none (laughs) whatsoever okay okay i was just like fun i by that point what you're saying makes so much sense but when it was like hit like a camera seeing them i was like is he just reliving his life from outside of his body or like, yeah, I I was so confused, but that makes sense. And yeah, she did on the phone be like, I'm still thinking about that car accident. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there fully is a story. And I think I detached myself too much. um, But I mean, it it was just presented kind of unclearly because we don't get Mm -hmm. that reveal until much later on. Um, and it came in like a lot later than I think most movies that do like you know like plot reviews like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so honestly, yeah, no, the first time it completely went over my head. So <laughs> yeah, since the car accident is filmed at the POV of the person getting hit, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was like an abstract thing mm-hmm. of um, 
again, like the fear of, of technology, I guess. Um, or even that it happened to the main character. Right. Yeah. I, I thought it was main character as well. Like the businessman? Yes. Yeah. Mm. I, but now it, I'm, tr- I'm like going back and thinking like, okay, those parts are the other dude. But I didn't even realize there was another guy until so late into the movie. Like, I I thought that was just, like, his consciousness or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Also, what was the, the fucking guy who was beating, beating him up towards the end? Who's credited as fetishist. Who was like, you want a taste of my sewage pipe? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but the there's like a lot of like really good filmmaking in this, and the shot where he like runs like kind of off the wall towards the camera, yeah, to me looks so good. Yes, that was that definitely stood out to me as well, with the pipe in his hand. Oh, yeah, and he's so like running sad. the pipe along the wall, and then it's just, yeah, it just looks great. <laughs> <laughs> I think I read somewhere that the the filmmaker was also in Ichi the Killer. He had, like, a small role in that. Oh, wow. Which is super cool. That's one I got to build up to as well. That I've never is, seen that. What is that one like, about? Oh, my God. That one was very whack. Like, <laughs> is it whack on crack type five? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing I was thinking when I was watching this is I think someone could look at our podcast and go, all the highest whack movies are, like, you know, weird Hollywood teen movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When there exists such a large spectrum of weird movies that I personally have not really dived into at all. But uh, it's exciting to, to start to do that. Should definitely do one on um, How Sue. That yeah, would be I really think, good for Is It Rock. I think Adam likes How Sue. Could be wrong. I'd it like to see that. Fantastic. I, I think the I've not director also died last year, like or no, twenty twenty one or either either twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. Right. He just recently died. Yeah, yeah. It is phenomenal. That. It is such a good movie, and it's so funny and easy to watch. Um, I feel like that would be like a spectacular choice for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the. Only thing I can think of that we've done that's even in the same ballpark as this is uh, Phenomenon. Oh, oh my, my or phenomenon. God. That is one of my favorite Argento movies. I don't care what anyone says. It's so sick. It's so yeah. sick. <laughs> Does scene, it have a bad reputation? I think a lot of people just drag it because it's also just Argento, which fair enough. Um, but I just think back to the scene towards the end where the guy... Or is it the guy? I haven't seen this since, like, grade 11. The guy's, like, running towards her, and suddenly his head's chopped off. Yes! Oh, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that was the most insane moment Shocking. ever. I just <laughs> dropped everything. I remember watching it being, like... And she sliced it off swiftly with, like, a sheet of metal. And it's like, this guy hasn't been in the movie for so long. Just let him leave. <laughs> Oh man, that was the best. And come on, it's so sick. Like imagine just having an army of like flies. And just... Oh, I thought it was great. I mean, it's it's it was so different from from what I usually watch, but I thought it was great. The mm-hmm. soundtrack was really sweet too. Yes, yeah. Goblin is the best. I met them actually. What? Yeah, I think it was like three years ago. Um, it was for the 4K restoration of Suspiria. Nice. at um the royal mm. and so goblin came and they were like talking about the movie um and you know working with dario and how they felt about the new suspiria mm-hmm. and how they didn't want that movie to be made <laughs> <laughs> um and i like the crazy person i am i had to stick around to the very end and literally flirt my way into a photo with them <laughs> <laughs> You gotta do what you gotta do. You do? What the heck? Uh, is is Goblin a person or a group? A group. They're an Italian, like, rah, rah, question mark, group from, like, the 70s. Um, they still perform. 
which is cool. And I think the lead lives in the beaches. What? Oh, wow. Pretty crazy. Toronto, man. Why would you want to live in the beaches? Question. <laughs> Why would you live in Toronto, Canada? I wonder. Is Goblin a person or a goblin? Mm, this is another great question. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the phrase, I love Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I love Goblin. It's very reminiscent of, I like doodles. Simple. It's true. To the point. It sounds like you're you're so excited about a specific goblin that you're not saying the goblin. I love love goblin. goblin. (laughs) Um, Um, but I think we should talk about that. I guess sex scene, the one where he gets pegged by the metal witch in a dream. I was actually thinking of something else, but we should talk about that also. I forgot about that. Which one were you talking about? Um, with the drill, with the drill penis. Mm. There was a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess it just uh, felt to me that, you know, whether this is in good taste or not, it was meant to be like, with the witch as well, this feeling of of violation by like industry or whatever. Um, I don't know what you guys thought about that little a little much mm-hmm. yeah there was just so much of it also like it wasn't just yeah. once you know mm-hmm. quite a few times where <clears throat> that was happening so is he getting revenge is that the woman from the car crash that yeah that's his partner i'm assuming but i think because you know how in the end she's like dead and she starts melting and then the guy from the car crash who was supposedly killed arises from her corpse her melted gushy corpse hmm. uh, yes assuming maybe <laughs> he'd like taken <clears throat> over so or he, possess i don't know he, it's weird he took the guy that died in the car crash is metal right and yeah. he took over the businessman yeah, he like infected him or something. Oh, because it felt like okay. it felt like after in the drill pe- drill penis scene where she dies, uh, it felt like he was surprised two seconds after. Like what? Um, I like did maybe that? yeah, like maybe yeah. regained consciousness or something. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was um that was a lot. I I didn't really like seeing all that, and it was it was, it was a long. Mm-hmm. moment but yeah the, the i guess the practicality of it like seeing it move around i was like what the how, how did you make that um which the effect is incredible mm-hmm. yeah which i feel like rings true for a lot of this movie um but yeah the dream sequence i i have no idea what was going on there like because he woke up when she had a drill on her mm-hmm. and he was like ah um but maybe that was just a dream maybe that was just just a dream it was all a dream (laughs) what was up with the guy with spiky hair who had the rocket feet i thought wasn't that wait who is is tetsuo the guy who gets killed by the car crash or is that the businessman i don't know i'm not I'm not trying to to confuse you. I have no idea. Hmm. So, the guy who got killed in the car crash became a metal person and infected someone else with the metal thing? I I think think so. so. Yeah. And that person is seeking revenge on his behalf or the revenge is infecting them with the metal thing? I think the person is alive in the metal and is controlling the metal to kill both of them the two people that killed him or thought we get shots of him like squirming around in metal right he's like "Ah." right and he's surrounded by metal like so i assume so yeah yeah i i thought all that stuff was like abstract like (laughs) thematic stuff or something (laughs) i didn't realize it was related to what was happening i'm confused about all the like track and field olympic running stuff 
from the oh, beginning. Oh yeah, through the city. Yeah, oh, right. But also came back a bit at the end when one of the outfits was like a track and field thing. Um, maybe I I don't know. I'm okay. I'm thinking that it's like the same guy who's putting metal in his body Ooh. was doing that to run fast, like <laughs> track and field people, and then got the same outfit. But I I have no idea what uh, what all that was. I thought maybe again on more of a thematic level than the story, but I thought it was like the idea of being forced to or being pressured to remake your body into something like they were almost like physical ideals. The runners, mm. I I don't know, and they do end up running fast. The metal people. Yeah, I ones. guess. Like ridiculously fast. <laughs> I don't know if they're running, but <laughs> they're moving fast. Yeah, rocketing over or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, I just had no thoughts, no think whatsoever <laughs> during the. Just had no idea Absolutely. what the purpose of those were like meant to be. Um, I want to talk a bit about the final fight, the long mm-hmm. one where. Yeah, he turns into, like, a mass of metal. Um, what? <laughs> what? Stop. Yeah, so it seemed like it was metal versus rust for a moment. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, because he was no, like, that's you're, interesting. you're um, rusting up or something. Yeah. He was talking about that. Right. It seemed like the rust guy was, like, too too powerful powerful and could control the the metal man and then the metal man was just like f this i'm gonna just take you into me and then like make you into a worm yeah (laughs) and then like they combined um i really was not expecting again i didn't know which direction (laughs) it was going but like what at the end (laughs) but they did say that sick line i was like oh shit they're like we can rest the world into the dust of the universe our love can right yeah sick i was like oh my god wait cute your love Mm -hmm. do you guys love each other i it's like i missed the part where y'all are in love with each other (laughs) i was getting kind of giddy for them i was like wait oh my god you guys are so silly yeah good luck in resting the world (laughs) i'm checking out this wikipedia i'm so confused yeah that would that would be helpful Um, (laughs) yeah no I'm thinking back to their house when the cat turned into metal and was like, "Oh my Aah. god, the, the meows were so frightening." Yeah, oh my <laughs> I gosh. wanted to cry. <laughs> okay, this is not helping. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> literally, I feel like. Hold on, let's see. Bakula. Japanese cult director Shinya Tsukamoto's monochrome <laughs> nightmare flesh and metal is a genuine nightmare. And all of that is accurate. It's true. It's true. Hey, yeah, no, that was absolutely not helpful. No, that stuff is very Okay, helpful. so the fetishist is one of the main characters. I got confused. Mm. So I assume that's the person at the beginning who was in that room... Yeah, who yeah. voluntarily puts the metal in them. the metal into their leg. I love how he just like starts running outside. Yeah, with that metal hanging out of his leg, Ugh. and then he gets hit by a car. Like the very thing he's trying to put inside of him. That's when he got him. hit. I didn't even get that. Okay, yes. I was like, dang. Sucks to be you, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you put metal in you, and then you get run down by metal. Big L. Huge L. <laughs> um, <laughs> I noticed that there's also two sequels to this. Um, yes, I think they're in color as well. Seriously, oh. have you seen them, Misha? I haven't. No, not yet. Tetsuo Two, Body Hammer, and Tetsuo. The Bullet Man. The Bullet Man, which is much later. Oh, yeah, that's 2009. Yeah. 
Wait, what? Yeah. Checking out the bullet man. That's interesting. I thought this would have been like a one-off kind of thing. <laughs> like, how do you... How do you add on to this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Is it this looks like his... sick, though. It does look cool. Is this like um, his thing? Shinya Sukumoto? Or does he make other movies? Oh, he has made other movies. Anything noteworthy? Okay, I've been in the same room as this guy. I just realized. No. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm so stupid. Did you say Wait, I? really? Um, I went to see a samurai movie called Killing um, at TIFF uh, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, he directed it. And it was very good. And he was there and he gave a sad speech. <laughs> Wait, that's so sick. Wait, that's sad. Sad yeah. hard times. But yeah. Like, Wait. That's so cool. Whoa. Hey, yeah, honestly, I, did, I, I didn't know who he was. The Bullet Man doesn't look as cool, but... Screenshot's giving me, like, a <laughs> Spider-Man movie kind of vibe. Like, the like the big action sequences. But, yeah. I, I kind of want to check out this one to see, like, where the story goes. And, like, how... Like, what continues from the original Iron Man. It becomes white. What? It becomes oh, white. Yeah. The, the language literally becomes English. Anthony, oh, <laughs> Anthony, aka Eric Bosick, moves to Tokyo, marries a Japanese woman, and has a son killed by a driver, causing him to transform into Tetsuo. So th- that one's more about the horror of being a weeb. <laughs> the existential horror. Leave. Enough. <laughs> But it's it's wild that he made Killing, actually, because it's kind of changing how I see the movie. Because that movie, I think the the filmmaking that he's mm-hmm. showing off in this is still there. But it's such a more conventional movie. Like, it's still very disturbing and sad, but um, I don't know. I just think it's so cool that he was able to... It just feels like you see him grow and stuff. What is um, Killing about? Um, It's like a samurai movie, but it's like the rare, like... I feel like anti-violence samurai movie. Oh. Um, like it's kind of about the pointlessness of these samurai and how horrible it is to actually watch them kill people and stuff. It's a really good movie. Nice. Did not realize it's the same guy. I love samurai movies. Well, at the time, I, I recommend this one. Yeah, I, I love samurai movies. Hmm. Um. Do we want to talk? Oh, I guess there's only like a few actors in this. Um. Yeah, it's very limited. He... I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All good. So, who... The the salaryman was uh, directing it as well? What was... The... I was was, uh, confused. The fetishist character was directing it. Oh, my gosh. The one who was hit by the car. Oh, God. I think... Yeah? Okay. Yeah, that's a... That's a kind of crazy character to put yourself into as well <laughs> yeah if you're in all of this um i i like the performance of the salary man a lot like um seemed pretty twisted uh also all the practical effects on him i was like oh shit uh especially the the ones when he was in the mirror like tapping his face um yes and like the blood bursted i was like oh god it, yeah, it was, it was horrific. It's usually the other way around. Like, I don't know. You, It's like you see like in a teen movie or something, someone popping a zit, but like popping a finger. It's like, oh, God, <clears throat> disgusting. Yeah. Could I read a small section of the Wikipedia that I was thinking about when I was watching the movie? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, Tetsuo the Iron Man was filmed uh, over 18 months, primarily in Fujiwara's apartment. By the end of production, most of the crew had abandoned Tsukamoto because the filming conditions were so difficult. And then it said there's a documentary and they interviewed this guy, Tomoro Taguchi, and he was the only cast uh, member not to live on set. Not to live? In the room? In the apartment? They were all living in the apartment while they made the movie. And he was saying this was a bad idea. He said it was very tough, so I quickly sensed that if you would stay with them all the time, you would inevitably get the urge to escape. 
so I figured that if I could keep some distance, I would be able to last much longer and keep a good relationship with them. One day I arrived at the house and the lighting crew had gone, so I had to do the lighting for Tsukamoto's scenes myself. Uh, toward the end, only the actors were still around. What? Tsukamoto later what? admitted he had considered burning the film because the whole production Whoa. had been such a bad experience. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god! Burning the film after all that? <laughs> That's so dramatic! Dude, just throw it in the garbage. Like, <laughs> why do you want to burn it? No one well, thank God he didn't. see this. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, also, the, uh... Tomorrow Toguchi. Um, he's also a pornographic cartoonist. Mm. Very interesting. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't surprise he's me. literally an illustrator, writer, and pornographic cartoonist. Damn. King. Go off. King. Oh, he seems very cool. Been in a lot of things as well. Who did he play? The, the... business. Oh, okay. I mean, he really goes for it. He really yeah. does. Just had all that stuff, like, glued to him and stuff. That's <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. And apparently it was really hot, too. Like, in the apartment. I thought you were calling him hot. I was like, honestly, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pre or post. Uh, yeah. Great question. Metal transformation. I don't scare easily, as <laughs> the woman said. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Do- <laughs> JK. Um and the sound whack any any hits from there? I guess they just had that one theme of like Straight. shit's going down. Yeah. That, that was my like impression. the editing in in uh you know in concert with the score is amazing. I thought. Mhm. Yeah, I think they did a really good job with that. It really complemented the film nicely. Absolutely. Um, do we have any closing thoughts before we go to the wackometer and give our scores? I feel like there's so much in there yeah. that I'm having trouble remembering all of it. Yeah, it's jam packed. And every other scene is like completely jarring, and you're like, what? So, okay, you're going this way? Like, this is what kind of movie this is? Yeah. Yeah, you never get used to it. Yeah. No, I... Um... Any closing thoughts? Hmm. I'm never putting metal in my body. Which is actually a lie. I've literally had, like... What is it? When you fill in a cavity and they put like a metal cap on your teeth? Mm-hmm. Maybe we're right. all a little bit of Tetsuo. Maybe that's our takeaway. Damn. Do you have uh, piercings? I do. Uh oh. There you go. Oh More God. metal. No. I'm ripping my septum out. I can't do Wait, this. Wait, that's actually <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Look inwardly and maybe we're all Tetsuo. That's so true. So um, true, bestie. Misha, do you have, uh, if, say, someone watched this for the podcast and they loved it, Mm -hmm. do you have any other, you know, directors, any other movies you would point them to that are similar? Um, You're probably weird. (laughs) You would definitely like Audition, Visitor Q, anything by Takashi Miike. Right. Um, Get into all of that. There was definitely some, like, Czech New Wave moments as well. Interesting. Um, that I kind of, or maybe I'm just. Is Daisy's Czech New Wave? Yes. Daisy's. We covered that one. Yeah. Yes. I was getting a little bit of that slash like I don't know if no I don't think Jan Svankmar is, um, Czech, but he does a lot of like stop motion, um, within his work. Um, and I was getting some of his vibes in there, so definitely check out Jan Svankmar. Hmm. Cool. Um, Buñuel, especially his er- earlier work when he was making movies down in Mexico, definitely right. like that. Even like Un Chien Andalou. Um, like the eye very... slice and everything. Yeah, yeah, very reminiscent Ugh. of this. Um, so I think that would be my recommendation. Thank you. Sounds great. That's yeah. a wide swath of them too. <laughs> International I'm feeding. I'm feeding the children. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, at the end of our episodes, we like to uh, rate the movie 
on a scale of one to five out of, out of based on the whackness, um, five is a huge whack, one and zero not that whack. Um, so I will I'll go first. I'm giving it a five. Um, really shocked and also just didn't know what was going on. And then I thought I knew what was going on. <laughs> then I got in this call and I relearned <laughs> what was happening live <laughs> so i think that's pretty whack but yeah ni- nice watch and i yeah really like those practical practical effects that was very cool and yeah I-, I would recommend this to people even if they don't like scary stuff like look through that and just see how cool this is like the production seems wild and also hearing what seb said about how everyone quit <laughs> yeah that is insane that's pretty nuts <laughs> Um, Seb, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I don't understand any argument that would say this isn't a five. Um, definitely uh, a tough watch. Definitely, you know, chaotic, but super interesting. Um, and like a glimpse into like, I feel like a whole other world of film that I'm just starting to learn about. So that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and Misha. I honestly, I've seen Wacker. Tell so, us, give us some titles. Ah, uh, Atman. Atman. Tomorrow, yeah. It's With a Paul Matt, Rudd. It's a Matsumoto short. I think it's like ten minutes, and that really fricked me up for a while. It's Wacker than this in ten minutes. Honestly, or even like um sallow or a hundred and whatever days in sodom to be fair i also watched that when i was like 14 so maybe i it that made it a little bit more whack for me i think i think there's a general consensus that that's a tough movie to watch i don't think that's just you very tough movie to watch very whack but i guess like not whack in the same way that this is whack like Mm, i think there are different types of whack what is at man? There are sub whack categories. Um, I think I would give it like a three point five to four. I feel comfortable with that. Awesome. So wait, which one? Three point five. How do you spell at man though? A T M A N. See, I know when I when we log off of this, I'm just gonna think of like a hundred whack movies. I'm impressed you could come up with two. Yeah, because this is bizarre. This is so very bizarre. Or even like Ichi the Killer, Visitor Q. Like those are all insanely whack. Like to the point where you're like, I think I should turn this off. Like I don't feel comfortable continuing this. (laughs) I can't even find Atman. It's only giving me. It's one word, so it's A T M A N. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, I don't think I'm going to watch this. <laughs> it was that quick? What happened? No, I'm in- I'm interested. I mean, maybe I'll read the IMDb or whatever. I love but it. If it's, it's like 12 minutes long. He's like... <laughs> is it more extreme than this than what you've brought in today? It was more extreme in the sense that, like, I was genuinely frightened. Like, I was genuine. It was nothing much. Like, there was no story. There was nothing. And I was frightened. Hmm. I genuinely was so scared. Funky, are you going to watch this? You have to. It's t- it's 11 minutes and it's on YouTube. You yeah, but to. it scared Misha. It did scare me. Misha loves Goblin. Misha <laughs> loves Goblin and scary movies. I don't know. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. It's it literally not that... Or maybe it's just fucked up to me, but like it was very fucked up. Like, it was scary. It's literally just a camera going around a dude with a fucking mask on but like the colors are so bizarre and like the mask is so frightening mm-hmm. i don't know if that's i think it's like a specific oh here's the um description a lone figure sitting outdoors and wearing a hanya hanya mask is seen from different angles in a succession of crash zooms and encircling jump cuts. Yep, that's what frightened me. Damn. <laughs> Alone it sounds haunted. It genuinely does. Those camera moves sound scary. Right? 
Okay. I'm going to put, so Misha, you gave, gave this tattoo, the Iron Man, a 3.5 or a 4? Which one? Let's give it a 4. Let's give it a 4. All right. I'm going to go get our robot. He's pretty tired over there in the corner, but let me, let me get him. How's, how's our robot feel about this movie? Is it a good re- representation? You have a little robot hey. friend? Whack a meter. How you? Do you want to, we have some numbers for you. Do you want to, are you good? Hello. <laughs> I whack a meter. I. What did you guys watch? We watched Tetsuo the Iron Man. Have you seen it? Whoa. He's just like me. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> the score. Oh no, what's that noise? <laughs> Are you okay? Your drill? <laughs> Wait, what did you do with Funky? <laughs> the score is. Okay? is- 4.5. No, no, no. We want to hear Funke's voice. 4.5. <laughs> Where's Funke? What did you do with Funke? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Are you alright? Are you okay? Yeah. Should yeah. we get a big magnet? Yeah, oh my gosh. I just... I don't even want to talk about it. I was running around. My hand turned into a claw. It was... A whole thing, but oh, the score is four point five. Oh, okay, Which, uh, that's pretty high. It is pretty yeah. high. Um, Seb, do you know how this ranks up with uh, our other movies in this? Oh boy, do I. What are some <laughs> of the other movies? You said Phenomena. Oh yeah, and this... that was. Oh sorry. Oh no, no, go ahead. Okay. I-, I was just gonna say we in this uh, mini marathon series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phenomena wasn't in this one. Phenomena was oh. in. A previous one but this one we had premium rush smoky mm-hmm. and the bandit crank fast <laughs> times at ridgemount high which is great because it has fast in the title yeah roller, and uh this and, and uh, fast times are basically the same movie right yes yeah basically. they are inspired by the same things really have the same commentary <laughs> uh roller ball and yeah tetsu the iron man hmm Ooh. i think we may have a winner here um, because I think the previous uh, record holder was uh, Crank at 4.25. I don't know if I'm supposed to say the winner, this one. But hey, you know what? you're listening. Here now you we know. are. Yeah. Misha, you brought the wackest movie of this series. Oh Couldn't think of a more deserving film. I know, Clyde. I'm clapping. <laughs> oh, clapping. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Man, I'm kind of emotional after that. oh my gosh uh well yeah thank you so much for hanging with us misha i really appreciate you taking the time showing us a cool movie as well terrifying but cool (laughs) Um, atman up next no (laughs) (laughs) maybe next time you're on you can make us watch that Um, and then we'll talk about the hell for an hour let's do that sounds good (laughs) yeah um (laughs) Amisha, are you working on anything, uh, doing anything cool you want people to know about? No. Like, <laughs> where can people find you online? Um, my Twitter, everything, Instagram is at gothic. So G-A-W-F-I-C. It's like gothic, everyone. It's like gothic. Oh, gothic. Nice. Gothic. Yeah. Very cool. Very fun. <laughs> Yeah. I thought it was going to be gothic with two C's. Gothic. I wish. You... I'm very flat. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Moving uh, on. Shout out to uh, Ian Mills for the music and Emma Collect for the theme song. Um, check us out on socials at Insomniac Fest on Instagram, Insomniac underscore Fest on Twitter. And yeah, check out Insomniac the movie, the game. Uh, and also check out the vod for insomniac the movie the game show Ooh. from pony house we did a little thing with them which was very fun it was great yeah we got to do more stuff like that those uh more uh, game shows game show live stream oh. on twitch <laughs> a blast um yeah seb uh do you have any closing things where can people find you oh me if you want i don't want to anyone find. to find me don't oh, find seb if you're looking up seb don't press enter uh you can check me out online at funk a fly or funk bug i don't know 
Um, how does this movie end? That's what I was trying to think of. Um, they, so, so what happens is... <laughs> <laughs> so we, what happened at the end was... Was... Was. Yeah, was... they all? That, we all combine. We all combine. Basically, they're out to make all of us metal. Mm, which, right. honestly, love. It's the new look. Period. <laughs> Wait, what, what's Wacko Meter doing behind you? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> we okay. can rest the world into the dust <laughs> of the universe! Mom, get out. I'm doing a podcast.